0: Iron sharpens iron. We're here to hone each other. Never alone. I am the keeper of my brother. The keeper of the flame to maintain every day a mindset of growth. See, we take an oath. We can choose to be destructive or our greatest source of hope. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome. This is 4AM Motivations. My name is Chris Mazzara. And we are once again on our podcast of discussing all things of your growth. Now, once again, right now, it is currently 4.05 in the morning. The caveat to 4 a.m. Motivations is that we actually record at 4 a.m. And this series that we've been speaking on is all things on how to develop a strong morning routine. We've discussed all the tips and strategies of how to end your evenings how to begin your morning, some things to stray away from. And today, I'm excited because we actually have a guest. Now, you can imagine it's not easy to find somebody who's willing to (laughs) record at 4 a.m., but also who has the ability to record at 4 a.m. because clearly they're living their life in such a way that their routines are strong. They have a foundation that has created a level of success in their life. So today's guest is Victor Golding. A personal trainer, uh, a former kickboxing champion, 11 years powerlifting champion, a record holder for bench press, he's benched over 400 pounds in his weight class, Uh, a former owner of a security company, and has real estate properties and has provided a path for him to retire and enjoy his life, and now he gets to personal train just purely out of passion and joy, So I'm excited to learn from him more today. I know Victor um, from really just the relationship we have at the local gym that we go to. And uh, he's been a source of encouragement, a source of knowledge from day one of me meeting him and really all people around him. So Victor, welcome to the 4AM Motivations podcast. How are you feeling?
1: I'm feeling great. Uh, Thank you for welcoming me. I'm actually honored to be amongst a great man like yourself. Um, I'm excited about this morning. I'm
0: excited to have you, man. One thing about Victor is he is just a positive force. I've mm-hmm. never really heard anything negative come from his mind. And the best thing is that I only know him between the hours of 4 a.m. and 6 a.m.
1: Absolutely. The, so, be- the best time. <laughs> the best time
0: of the day. And I, I'm right yeah. there with you, man. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. again, Victor, why it was so perfect of a fit for us to be talking on – This episode specifically is because I I know and I've witnessed just how strong your morning routine is. Where you and I first got closer was that, you know, it wasn't just seeing each other when the gym opened at 5 a.m., but you invited me to start working out with you at 4 a.m.
1: Exactly. Yeah.
0: So so if I'm working out with somebody at 4 a.m., then clearly we're both on the same page that we wake up at 3 a.m. Absolutely. And that 3 a.m. wake-up time provided us a path to work out every morning and the things that I learned from him um, just speaking that early, that that time alone. And so I've always been encouraged by you. I've always been intrigued by your mind, and uh, I'm grateful to have you on. So really, man, on this episode uh, of really educating and informing on all things morning routine, my first question for you really is just what is your morning
1: routine? So my morning routine uh, starts – before the morning so it starts at just before i go to bed and what i tend to do is visualize my goal mm. yeah and my goal is to visualize me getting up at 3 a.m and putting my on my clothes and then going to the gym so uh, one of the ways you set yourself up uh, for success is actually visualizing something and saying right you know this is how i'm going to do it. so you've actually mapped it out in your brain so once you've mapped it out in your brain then you're going to have more success because it's then now something you want to achieve, mm. okay? So goals are something that you set yourself and then your actions is how you achieve it. Yeah. It's the actions that really are the ones that's going to actually motivate you because when you achieve something, that's the motivation. Mm. So when we talk about motivation, firstly, it's got to be a goal first. Yeah, And then you've got to achieve that goal. And every small goal you achieve motivates you. So the first thing you, you got up, wow, three three a.m. That motivates you because you actually did it. Yeah. So it sets you up for success because now you're up. Yeah. You've got to put your clothes on. You got to go to the gym. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, that's how I uh, get myself it, ready to achieve something. In the coaching
0: world, we call that that positive compounding, right? Mm-hmm. We we the the positive small decisions, small actions we make Absolutely. compound on top of each other. You have more, yeah. and more momentum, and mm-hmm. by winning your morning, you truly start to win your day, and that, that's exciting. So, the power of visualization. This is a
1: nightly routine for you. Nightly routine for me, uh, and it's just not nightly. It's it's daily. Yeah, wow. Yeah, because once I've achieved a certain goal at a certain part of the day, then I start visualizing what I can do the next day. Yeah, you see, so. Doing that makes you then say, right. I need to go to bed a certain time, mm-hmm. and you're going to bed with a purpose, mm-hmm. and shutting down your memory banks with a little bit of memory, saying, right. This is my next goal. Wow. For yeah. The next day, we,
0: we so we had an episode based on that in order to have a strong morning routine it, it's actually starting with your evening routine how you're setting yourself up for success absolutely so yeah. take us through a bit then your evening routine because it, it ends with visualization or there's some part in there mm-hmm. maybe give people a, a an understanding of what your disconnect your power down routine looks like to set yourself up for okay. success okay
1: so my power root, uh, down routine is then connecting with my wife mm. making sure she's okay her day was good because we all have a role to play mm. and uh, part of our role is people it's all about people because no man is an island so wow i i come into the house i check in with my wife and i make sure she's okay we have some conversation and then we start the uh, wind down routine now it's really important that if you have a partner they're on the same routine as you mm. yeah so we uh go to bed at the same time And we have this very similar goals, which is to get very early in the morning and achieve something. And uh, my wife is very tied into that now, which makes it much easier for me to live the lifestyle I live.
0: Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. I think it's always important to to find somebody that... We're on that same growth path with the people yeah. we're friends with, people were, someone we're married to, Absolutely. and uh, to have those same routines. Okay, so you have a powered-in routine. Is there always a time that you you aim to be asleep by, or does that kind so of so depend- the
1: time is between eight thirty and nine mm-hmm. thirty. So for me, six hours sleep is kind of the the, the goal. Six hours plus.
0: Perfect. So maybe give me one little bit of understanding because I know you're from the UK mm-hmm. and I know there's a, a good alcohol and drinking culture as well. Absolutely. So, you know, not that the, the USA doesn't have it. However, mm-hmm. I know that that's something you almost take pride in. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So where does maybe uh like your your evenings out and maybe drinking, what kind of uh, so, ability to moderate that do you so have? So
1: my my the key is I have a a, a percentage. Mm. So 80 to 90 percent of what you should be doing, 10% of what you maybe make time for uh, as leisure. Wow. right. So I think I read a book uh, before, How to Meet Friends and Influence influence People. people. And it talks about the amount of time you spend with people, depending on what your goals are. Mm. So if you want to be successful, you have to spend 90% of your time with successful people. Yeah. Uh, And then it doesn't mean that you don't spend time with other people, but 10% is enough distraction. Mm. So that I apply that with my food mm. and with my social engagement. Mm. Yeah,
0: beautiful. So it really yeah. is a a. I mean, a ninety ten rule. I've never it even is, heard of that. Yeah, that's yeah,
1: great. 90 ninety ten. Yeah, ten yeah. percent
0: leisure. Yeah. What you're making time yeah, for. Yeah. Well, ninety percent what the grind is.
1: If you're really, really serious about achieving your goals yeah. a, and becoming something that you want to be, yeah, absolutely have to. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah,
0: that's encouraging. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, so. You, you have a paradigm routine. You, you stay in the same routine all, all together with your wife. Correct. Amazing. Now, what is the first couple of things? H- how do you actually get yourself going in the morning um, to, to set
1: yourself up? So I set an alarm. But however, my, my body wakes up naturally mm-hmm. uh, uh, at that time. Because once again, if you're doing something 90% of the time, then your body just goes into auto mode. Yeah. So I get up at the same time every morning. And it's... A routine. Routines is almost like a program. Yeah. So uh, a lot of the times we program our minds by what we say to ourselves. Yeah. Because it's like a self-hypnosis. And if you say something enough time, then you become hypnotized by the whole notion. And then it just becomes something you're locked into. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Because then it becomes something that's a uh, uh, part of your soul. Yeah. Because you've made it part of your DNA programming. Yeah. Because our DNA can be programmed. Mm-hmm so it, i I believe that once you say it to yourself a few times, "I must get up at three thirty, I must get up at three o'clock," then it becomes a routine that way because you're telling yourself, yeah, you're programming your mind, yeah. to do that
0: yeah so it's it's interesting you bring that up because one of the things mm-hmm. I've always noticed about you is is your self talk you seem to be a very self encouraging person, and mm-hmm. also you're you're not a condemning person to others, no. whether they fall in short, you, you give a source of grace, a sense of grace, and yeah. you know what what is this power of positive self talk You know, what kind of role has that played in your life and and clearly your journey of success?
1: Well, uh, I think it's uh, around about 11 or 12 years old. I I became what you call probably self-aware. And I came from a home where I saw mum and dad would argue. And then dad would sit down and you could see he was frustrated. Mum would go upstairs and she's frustrated But I used to listen to their words, Mm. and their words set their tone and mood. So I I started to learn that when you talk, if you're complimentary instead of criticizing, Mm. then that makes a a change to the person's mood. So that's power. And when you have power like that, then you have to be responsible with it. Mm. So our responsibility is to try and make people feel as good as possible. And then the question is, why wouldn't you yeah. want to do that? Mm. Isn't that why we were put here? Mm. So, you know, when when we were put on this earth, we were created, you know. We have a man called Jesus Christ. Yeah. He encouraged people. And, you know, one of the stories in the Bible uh, for me that really encouraged me is when uh, you had this woman who was uh, a Jezebel prostitute, whatever mm-hmm. it was, and the village or the town wanted to stone her. Right. And Jesus says, you know, if anybody here is free of sin, throw, uh, throw, throw the first, the first stone. stone or cast the first stone and no one could. And it, it was a a great principle to say none of us, none of us are perfect. We yeah. have flaws. So how about judging yourself first before you go going judge somebody else? Yeah. And then when you realize you, you've got to judge yourself, then you've got lots of work to do. Yeah. You haven't got time to be criticizing anybody. To go, God put yourself right yeah. first. Yeah, that's yeah. good.
0: That's a word right there. Absolutely. So clearly, faith has played a major role in your life. Absolutely. You're, you know, even on this side of your success journey, mm-hmm. you're still on this growth path. Where has, how has faith played a, a role in, and really keeping you and becoming this man so that you're becoming?
1: Faith is actually the most important because you need to have a foundation. And, uh, you know, the foundation uh, for me is the Ten Commandments. Mm. And uh, it's the Bible gives you the principle and the outline of how you should live your life. Yeah. And the Ten Commandments are very simple. And what people don't understand is that life is complicated, but your job is to simplify it. And the way you simplify things is by obeying the universal laws. Mm. I have that saying, you know. So, for instance, you know that this bottle's here. It's tangible. And you know if you open the cap, it's it's now open, so that means you can pour the water. Now, mm. you've got to be careful where you pour water, don't mm-hmm. you? You're going to drink it. You don't want to pour it on your phone. You don't want to pour it on electricity. It could be a bit of a hazard. Mm. These are universal laws. So, to me, the Bible is a universal law. Mm. You live your life by. And it sets you straight because... In the world today, there's a lot of confusion and noise. And there's a lot of things that uh, will come up that are new and that are wrong. Mm-hmm. you never encountered before. Mm-hmm. So how do you fathom whether it's wrong or right and whether you should do it or not? You just go back to your foundation, the Bible. The Word. Yes, of course, absolutely. Wow. Yeah.
0: Well, that's amazing. And mm-hmm. uh, I, it's exciting to think of just how grounded it's kept you, even during some very, what would many probably call tumultuous times and chaotic times and absolutely. always changing times that yeah. we're in. So, let me tell me a little bit. You know, I know Jesus refers to the body as a temple, mm-hmm. something that we should hold sacred. It, it is mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely so. Clearly, if you guys can't see him, Victor defines what a body should look like <laughs> and how he <laughs> treats it. Uh, so, Victor's That's... a very, very strong and very fit man. So, by treating your body like a temple, I, I know it goes a couple ways. For one, you work out in the mornings. Mm-hmm. And you also eat very, very well. Of course. So tell me a little bit about the importance that you place upon your diet and how that influences just how great you feel and your ability
1: to really maintain routines across your life. Exactly. So diet is number one because without your body, you you can't do physical things. So you have the spiritual and you have the physical. Mm. So uh, obviously when uh, God created Adam and Eve, God gave Adam and Eve a garden and the garden had everything to nourish them. And give them wisdom, so your food is your nourishment, and we, we all know the science is out there. If you eat properly, then it helps you think better cognitively, yeah, so to de- deprive yourself of food, good food, then it's you deprive me of body of growth, mm. mentally, spiritually, physically. so that's the motivation for me to actually eat properly because I need my body to perform, and then there's something else that's really crucial. If you don't eat properly, you have less time. How precious is time? Yeah. If somebody says that to you right now, that if you eat properly, you're going to live 365 days. But if you don't, you're only going to live 180. What would you do? Eat properly. You would? Yeah. Because you only got 365 days. Yeah. That gives you more time to do other things. Yeah. So for me, I relate it to that. And because I do, it compels me to eat properly because I need more than 365 days, by the way. Absolutely. I have things to do. And there's another aspect of it too, because we go back to work and retiring. And when I'm collecting my pension, I want to collect it for a very long time because that's what I worked for. Yeah. Not for three years and then I die. So you start connecting food to the right things and there's a reason to eat properly then. Mm -hmm. You know, I have grandchildren. Guess what? I want to see great grandchildren. Yeah, of course. So then I'm going to get those vegetables in. I'm going to get good proteins in. I'm going to train. I'm going to enjoy my training and look at life simplistically. So, for instance, people always worry about what they don't have and never marvel and revel in what they have. You know? Yeah. So that's another way of of looking at things for me as well too. But that once again. You know, we live in a country that's food rich and you can either eat badly or you can eat well. And I choose to eat well because I I, want to have a richer life Mm because time gives you more time to accumulate knowledge and wealth. Yes, sir. So time's important. Mm. Food's directly connected to that.
0: Securing time, time in your life, the wealth of your time Mm -hmm. by The diet that you keep. Absolutely. What a beautiful mindset that is.
1: That's giving you more time, more wealth. Beautiful.
0: So, all right. So Mm -hmm. the diet clearly plays a huge role in your life. I Mm -hmm. I, I see it daily where Mm -hmm. the amount of greens and the amount of richly nutrient foods that Mm -hmm. you keep. So you take care of the diet side. It allows you to have more energy, more time across your life. Now, you train like an animal, right? Absolutely. You train like an animal and you do so at four in the morning before Mm -hmm. the gym opens. You, You are so strict with it i know it's about six sometimes seven days a week yeah. um when it comes to your training why is that so important like treating your body in this peak performance way why has that been so important why does it continue to be important in your life uh for your journey here
1: okay so for me training is the hardest thing you can accomplish first thing in the morning because mm. you're pushing your body to its limits And what it does, it sets you up for the rest of the day because everything else is easier. Yeah. Can you imagine that? So you go to work and work is easy Mm -hmm. because you've done something even tougher than work. Yeah. You go up at three o'clock in the morning, you went to the gym for the four, you trained really hard, you put your body through a lot of stress, and then you go to a job that you know really well, you can do with your eyes closed. Yeah. It's easy. Nothing more to worry about. The day is going to be successful and you're going to accomplish your job and succeed and excel because you're doing something even harder before you start it's like a boxer a boxer warms up and his warm up is really vigorous you know to get a really good sweat so he's already had the fight already he's come out to win now you see he did the fighting when he warmed up and the visualisation and then he comes out to win so that's what you do you do the workout you visualise your day and you've won you've done the hardest thing. you've already done the battle already Yeah. You just come to execute it now, you know.
0: So it's a beautiful thing because I have the same belief. Do Mm -hmm. what's hardest first in the morning, absolutely, and uh, your rest of your day will be easier because of it. You've already proven to yourself what's possible. Mm -hmm. It's amazing, and I also believe even like the workouts that we play. So I I know you start off your the first workout of the week with legs. Oh yeah, and if you know about weight training, (laughs) hitting legs is you. is yeah. the hardest of all workouts. It is the hardest. And it's also the most important. It is. It is. It's the foundation of our lives. So of course. You, you treat your body in this way. You treat your mindset in this mm-hmm. way all across your life, and it, it continues on this growth path. So one thing that I'd love to know more about is you have such an accomplished life. Mm-hmm. What keeps you from resting on your laurels and... And just kind of relaxing from here and just saying, well, I've done enough. I've relaxed. Yeah. What keeps you on this growth journey of still saying, well, I'm still visualizing my mornings. I still want to accomplish more and uh, and, and not necessarily get complacent.
1: Yeah. Uh, and that's an easy one for me. What I do, I observe people. And uh, once again, we'll go back to people in my family. Uh, they uh, my uncles on my father's side, they all did very well for themselves. And they all got... Well, they didn't all get to retirement. But when they did get to retirement, they slowed down immensely. Yeah. And the thing called the TV or, yeah, the television was like a a main part of their lives. And it was very sedentary, so they didn't do much. Mm -hmm. And they died early. I thought, wow. Uh, Because we're sold the dream that once you've finished work, don't do anything. You can do whatever you like and, and be just leisurely. Right. That's wrong. Right. So doing nothing is preparing to die Oof. yes of course because what happens is that when you don't do that for a long long period of time your muscles start to diminish yeah because the body's saying oh there's nothing to do right so I, I don't need muscle yeah your heart rate slows down you know your body gets weaker because it's preparing to die so for me i am not preparing to die i'm preparing to live yes sir So then I have lots to do. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) This totally changes the whole dynamic of how you think. It's like, okay, well I have a, I have a lot of living to do. So I still have a lot of training to do. Mm. I still have a lot of work to do. And Hey, you know what? If I plan to live, I'll go plan to work. Whew.
0: that is a word, man. That's good. It's,
1: it's very simple for me absolutely yeah. i think
0: uh a mindset people get lost in is that we're, we're gonna yeah. work right now and yeah. then eventually we just get to do nothing yeah and I, I think people would go mad with doing nothing People would develop some real bad habits with doing nothing what well, did they do yeah exactly it's called depression there you go
1: lack of purpose mm-hmm. you know waking up in the morning time and think gosh you know why why am i here on this earth because mm-hmm. i have no goals right yeah so right. exactly you're correct yeah
0: so you said a good thing there bad habits maybe give our Our listeners, an understanding of maybe some bad habits that you know you've had to stray away from and keep yourself from, especially of this world, of this time where it's so easy to get really lost in so many entertaining things that you can get caught up in. Um, and I, I know some of the common things are some people will wake up and the very first thing they do is scroll through their phone, and mm-hmm. they they'll make they maybe spend about forty minutes in bed before they even get out of it because yeah. they're scrolling through their phone, or some people even allow their TV to live their lives for them. Mm-hmm. Um, so those are just some common ones. But yeah. what are some bad habits that you know you you've always had to stray away from um, in order to so keep yourself like this?
1: I would say alcohol, and I I like to have a little tipple. Yeah, as we say in English. Yeah. and. Um, Alcohol can be one that you can come home and then you have a a glass of rum every night, and uh, although I didn't feel the the real effects of it, it it does affect you. Yeah, compounded Mm -hmm. over years. Um, so that was one of the the conscious things I always says. Well, I I might have a drink on the weekend, but that's in the week done I shut it down absolutely Yeah, and, and it was it wasn't hard for me once I made the decision because I'm already disciplined already because discipline is, is a learned thing once you're disciplined at one thing you can be disciplined at the other yeah you know what i saying so it, but it just takes you a, a moment to just think about it and say right you know what I'm really good at this because I'm disciplined but I can't question yourself right. why can't I, I do this and then another thing as well too I hate the fact that something else is controlling me mm. I want to be in control of myself mm. I don't want alcohol to control me. I don't want a TV to control me because it's always just controlling you. Yeah. You've lost control. So now you're like a zombie because it's controlling you. Yeah. So, no, I, I control myself.
0: I love it. Yeah. I love it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you also made a great point there in terms of you called yourself out on, you know, st- straying away from the drinking, and mm-hmm. making sure you're not getting too caught up in the drinking. Yeah. And you brought yourself to a more sustainable path. So I think that's important right because anybody who's listening to especially this series and this podcast there's an understanding that we're going to start creating foundations in our life creating routines in our life cool. and, yeah. and something like creating a morning routine can really dishearten people because they they have a bad day or a bad two days and now all of a sudden they're like well I've fallen out of this and you know I don't think this morning routine thing is for me. Yeah. So how do you have uh, the ability to uh, maybe you have fallen off at times, because I know clearly we all do, or mm. or have you ever had a time in your life where you have fallen out of your routine, mm. and how did you get back into it?
1: Okay, so um, training has always been a routine, um, and uh, I haven't really ever fallen off, but there was one time when I chopped off the end of my two fingers here at wow. work, and uh, I couldn't train for three months. Oh my gosh. And that was the most challenging time of my life. Mm. And I really, really understood what depression could be all about because mm. it wasn't a good feeling for me to mm-hmm. not be able to go to the gym. I was at home and then I was in front of the television. Yeah. And then I was eating, uh, not doing much exercise because my f- I couldn't do much. I, I, I was able to do a few squats in there, but it's not the same as when you train at the gym Absolutely. and the kind of intensity training that when you've got your, your hands, you can use your hands correctly. And then I started to understand how your body can just go down, your whole mood can go down, and your uh, vision is yeah. lost. So, and that was an eye opener for me. Obviously, uh, you know, I I was able to counteract it by starting to read more positive books, and then talk to people who were on my level, mm-hmm. meaning they were positive people too. And I had a good circle of friends, so it kept me out of that that, that realm of depression. Yeah. yeah. You know? Because that's where it is, because now you're by yourself at home, no one to talk to, you know, because this was before I got married, mm-hmm. no one to talk to, and then you've got to self-motivate yourself, or get yourself out of that rut. Yeah. And that's a real challenge. Yeah. Yeah. So, loneliness is not a good thing. Yeah. You've got to... Cause Life is about people. Yeah. It is about people. I've said that earlier on. Mm-hmm. So um, if you've got good people around you, then then it, it makes you say, right, you know what? This person's giving me a few positive words. This person's looking at me saying, what, what makes you more accountable again? Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Because it's easy to, to stray away from accountability mm. when you're by yourself mm. and in your feelings. Wherein when you're around positive people, because that's the... Uh, uh, that's what you've created. Yeah. You know, your circles. Yeah. Then it's, it's easy to get yourself out of that.
0: That's beautiful. Have you, so the importance of community Mm -hmm. and having really an iron sharpens iron mindset Mm -hmm. and being able to be sharpened by the people you're around. So, do you seek that out? Because I, I see just how influential you are in the gym every day. You've yeah. created a culture of encouragement. Mm-hmm. Normally, people don't like to talk at five a.m. No, they don't. I'm looking at Seth, our producer, right yeah, now, yeah. and uh, I can't imagine he really wants to have deep conversations at five a.m. However, you've created this—you've uh, <laughs> created this—this this, uh, encouragement uh-huh. across everybody. Yeah. In a culture truly that it's uplifted everybody, and now all of a sudden you look Very around the unique, gym and yeah. everybody's speaking to each of other, course. everybody's uh, talking yeah. positively to mm-hmm. each other, and it creates a different kind of energy. So, you know, I know that's important to you mm-hmm. in order to use and uh, have such a, an ownership of the the mm-hmm. importance of words and language. Yeah. So, this iron sharpens iron mindset. Do you have a community of of either like minded men or a mentor or anything like that that keeps you accountable?
1: Absolutely. Mm. So. Uh, My dad Mm. is number one. Wow. Uh, And My dad is one of the happiest go lucky men in the world. And uh, growing up, uh, my dad was so happy go lucky that I didn't know he had a fight in him. Yeah. Because he was just, I thought he was a people pleaser. But he wasn't. He was just a very, very positive person. I thought he was a bit soft, actually. Yeah. But anyway, my dad owned a couple of clubs. And one day he said to me, oh, come on, I'm going to need you to help me clean up this club so we opened the door went into the club and then some guys walked in and the club wasn't officially open but it, he was on club and says oh can we have a few drinks and I was like these guys didn't look too like wonderful right. you know, they looked a bit shady actually right. my dad was like yeah fine have a drink and whatever so anyway my dad was shutting down uh, the club now because I finished cleaning helping do a few jobs and he says oh guys it's uh, you know time to leave and then the guys started to push their luck and do you know My my dad was so assertive with them. Anyway, I've never seen that side of him before with anybody else because he's he's usually so gentle. And these guys refused to leave. And do you know, he just beat them up. Wow. Then, then, threw them out of the club. Then, we were going home and then he said to me, oh, I forgot to tell you, I was a champion boxer in the army. (laughs) Oh, wow. I was like, wow. Now I understand why you're so happy-go-lucky because when he switches it's another thing it's a totally different person, yeah, and uh, uh I also have that switch, too, yeah, but he taught me how to control that, yeah, yeah, so it's almost like you know we have to be dangerous because mm. when we're hunters and gatherers we we're able to we ne- need to look after our families, but then we ne- need to go out and be able to kill, yeah, to eat, so it's that motivation that uh my dad gave me about being controlled and also training because my dad got me training from like five, six years old. So yeah. My dad has been the main motivator. Fathers are seriously very important in, in getting you motivated to do the things. So men do things out of duty, not wanting to do them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So dad is number one. And then I have my cousins, Antonio and Ray, they're boxers as well too. But they're all guys who are, are very much into training but yeah. have great philosophies about life and success. Yeah.
0: Beautiful. I mm-hmm. I think it's very important for any of our listeners, uh, mm-hmm. the power of community. I mean, even the absolutely, even yeah. the community we have mm-hmm. in the gym in the mornings is mm-hmm. an amazing one. Mm-hmm. People look forward to coming. People know that if they don't show up, they're going to get called out oh, by yes, the people. Oh, yes, absolutely.
1: They're... We're going to say, where have you been? Exactly. <laughs> Please explain. Ex- exactly. So <laughs> it's, a, it's a great thing yeah. to
0: have a, a like-minded community mm-hmm. of people that can, one, hold you accountable, but two, continue to help you raise the standards of your life. Absolutely. Absolutely. If you don't have a community, it's a great thing to find the people that you either are striving to be like Mm -hmm. or are on the same growth Uh, path as you. All right, so Victor, for one, this has been a huge encouragement for me this morning. So Mm -hmm. I appreciate you coming uh, today and and spending this morning with us. It was a pleasure, honor. It was an amazing time even having you. Mm -hmm. Um, So for one, wrap us up here. What is some really just life advice that you would give anybody who is clearly listening to this podcast anybody listening mm-hmm. to a 4AM Motivations podcast it is on a growth journey. They're trying to transform their lives and reach new heights, new levels within themselves, uh, within their success. Yeah. So what would you say to that person just to, to give them some type of uh, advice for their journey?
1: Well, I think the great question is what's your why? Mm-hmm. Why are you here? Why did you get up this morning? Why did you go to the gym? So question all your actions mm-hmm. and then Um, look for people who are like-minded and associate yourself with them most of the time. Remember I said the 90, 10, 80, 20. Mm. But 90, 10 is the thing you want. 90% of people have to be Mm like-minded so you can grow and nourish your mind. And then the other 10%, you spend time with them but then you educate them. Mm, mm, mm. Don't let them educate you. And it's really important to always have a smile on your face. Always have a smile on your face. It takes less muscles to smile and more muscles to frown. Yeah. Yeah. So have a smile on your face. Because people imitate your behavior. If you smile, they smile back. Right. If you frown, they frown back at you. Right. Yeah. If you're angry, they may get angry with you. Yeah. So we mirror each other's behavior. So for me, I get up and smile. And that smile makes me feel good. Somebody else's smile, I feel great. I thought, oh, I've got think something going on here. Yeah. You know, even your producer is smiling at four o'clock in the morning. <laughs> He's trying. And he didn't want to get off yeah. this morning. So to smile is a great achievement, right? And maybe we can game to the gym as well. There too. you go. You see, there you, you go. You see how things start, huh? There you go. Beautiful. <laughs>
0: well, I love it. Yeah. Um, so, Victor, I, I appreciate you, man. I admire you as a man. Thank I you. admire you as a trainer. Mm-hmm. As really just the the example that you're giving for all the not only the men but just the the people. Period. At the Really, the yeah. culture, the gym, um, everything you've established. So, you've done an amazing job. Clearly, you've lived a, an amazing life and you continue yeah. to oh, live an amazing uh, yeah. life. Yeah. So, th- thank you so much for coming here, you're very educating us, uh, enlightening mm-hmm. us, allowing us to learn from, from really the man that you are. So, my 4 a.m. motivation listeners, we appreciate you so much. Uh, we are grateful that you're on your own growth journey and that you've chosen us to assist mm-hmm. you along the way. So please continue to come back next week. During our next episode, uh, we'll continue to refine and really recap this entire series that we've been on and just even recap the, the, the knowledge that we've learned here from Victor today as we continue to solidify and empower ourselves on this morning routine. So your homework, because we know that we never leave here without some type of action item, is one, to understand your community to understand the people that are around you and to start to analyze, am I growing with these people or am I regressing? Hmm. And start to learn about the people that you want to be around that are going to uplift you and help you raise your standards. So for today's episode, the biggest takeaway is who's in your community. Start to analyze it and start to modify it if need be. Maybe there's some people that are better off on their own growth journey that you may need to step away from, or there's probably some people that you need to spend more time with, that you know that you are a better person the more you're around them. So your homework, once again, understand, analyze, and possibly modify your community of like-minded people. Thank you all for joining us today here at 4AM Motivations. Till next time. Hey, everyone. This is Chris Mazzara. Thanks again for joining us at 4AM Motivations. Please subscribe, rate, and share with others who you think would benefit from these words as well. And if you'd like to work with me directly on a one-on-one basis for personal or professional coaching, then please visit mazara.co and find out how. And just because you're a listener of this podcast, when you speak to one of the members from our team, Let them know that 4AM Motivation sent you, and you'll receive an extra 15% off. We look forward to hearing from you and supporting you on your growth journey.